Today in Science from Wired. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Palo Alto Networks has the broadest, most comprehensive cybersecurity for private cloud, public cloud, and SaaS environments because secure clouds are happy clouds. Protect yours today at go.paloaltonetworks.com slash secure clouds. Trump's budget would break American science today and tomorrow by Adam Rogers. You can go ahead and assume that President Trump's proposed federal budget will never be the actual federal budget. Members of Congress from every political persuasion will find a lot to hate about it, and they're the ones who have to approve it, assuming they can sort out the arcane Procrustean rules for getting any budget passed in Washington. It's still worth looking at the budget, though, not as a blueprint for governing, but as a map of a government, a philosophy of a state. From that angle, it's a singularly terrifying document, fundamentally nihilistic, that assumes a violent present instead of attempting to build a future of peace, security, and absence of want. By eviscerating federal funding of science, this budget pays for a world where the only infrastructure is megacities connected by fury roads. The basics are a litany of red. Defense spending goes up 9%. Homeland Security goes up 7%. Everything else gets ground into dust, from the environment to arts and humanities to the State Department. But the really scary parts, the stuff that you really can't come back from, are the cuts to scientific research. Even the National Institutes of Health, with its historically untouchable budget, stands to lose $6 billion in funding, the majority of which goes toward basic and applied research grants. By radically reducing the amount of scientific research U.S. scientists can do, the president's budget willfully ignores 400 years of thinking about innovation and knowledge and seven decades of the U.S.'s advantage in the world. It's like we've forgotten we went through a scientific revolution, says Robert DeGraff, director of the Institute for Advanced Study. Facts can be shown with experiments. There's a systematic way you can learn about the world. It's a history that DeGraff calls back to in his companion essay to a newly released edition of The Usefulness of Useless Knowledge, a 1939 love letter to basic research by one of his predecessors at IAS, Abraham Flexner. When Max Planck suggested that energy and matter existed in discrete states he called quanta, nobody knew why that was interesting. When Albert Einstein figured out relativity in 1905, nobody knew it would eventually make GPS possible. When Tim Berners-Lee figured out how to let physicists communicate graphically via the Internet over what he called a World Wide Web, nobody expected Facebook. Except not nobody. 
1945, Vannevar Bush wrote a report for President Franklin Roosevelt called Science, the Endless Frontier. In it, Bush laid out the logic and structure for the modern National Science Foundation and justified the need for federal funding of science. Bush understood that it was science that won World War II, not just atomic bombs, but radar and penicillin and synthetic textiles. And he understood that new science meant new technology, which meant new jobs and a bigger economy. Without scientific progress, no amount of achievement in other directions can ensure our health, prosperity, and security as a nation in the modern world, Bush wrote. Instead of propelling the country toward that gleaming tomorrow, this budget invests in the grimmest possible present. Pollution? Double down. Corporations gonna corporation. Climate change? If it was real, the market would be taking care of it. Same for cancer. But guns? Yeah, we only spend as much on that as the next seven countries on the list combined. We better goose that a little because, oh yeah, I forgot to mention, we're cutting diplomacy by 29% too. Maybe it's easy to understand a country in economic distress being willing to defund projects with no obvious immediate benefit. When opioid drugs, legal and illegal, killed 33,000 people in 2015, maybe a mission to move an asteroid shouldn't be a priority, and the Department of Energy's Office of Science can handle a $900 million cut. Maybe it's true that science as a collective endeavor hasn't pitched itself hard enough, hasn't explained its own rationale to voters. Even though 59% of Americans say that tougher environmental regs are worth some economic cost. Does every bit of science, every scrap of basic research pay an economic dividend 50 years down the line? Of course not. But the tricky bit is you never know which thing will pay off. Which increase in human understanding of the universe will be the engine of an industry, the bulwark against a pandemic, the shield against a disaster? So you have to hedge to make bets all across the table. It's about the most fundamental thing of human civilization, that we move forward, that we create things that weren't there before, says de Graff. It would be wonderful if you could point to future successes. You always have to make this case retroactively. But it's amazing how much of what we take for granted is a result of a few crazy people doing things outside the box. Federal spending on research and development has never beat its Cold War peak. In 1976, federal R&D was just over 1% of GDP. Today, it's under 0.8%, and most of that is defense spending. Cuts of the kind the president is proposing go past the bone and into the marrow. Broad research cuts will narrow the pipeline of trained scientists who depend on grants to fund their graduate work. They'll terminate multi-year studies, reduce the output of university labs with fewer incoming students. You don't come back from that for a generation. And the worst part is, that's the only future anyone can predict with confidence. The country won't be ready for anything except war. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.